Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. Hey, Grateful Ones. Welcome to Season 2 of After 30 with Gara Erigel. Before we start, let's take a few moments, a few deep breaths to make space for new learnings, rediscovery, and gratitude. Repeat after me. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the air I breathe. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for my ability to heal, to learn, to accept joy and abundance. Thank you for my unique abilities, my kindness, and my compassion. Thank you for love. Thank you for peace. Thank you for forgiveness. Take a couple more breaths. And when you're ready, let's start. This podcast and everything I share with you on here is a learning process for me as well, and one I enjoy immensely. I just wanted you to know that. I only ever really talk about, like most of us do, the things and experiences close to my heart, and this one got very, very, very real. So, come a little bit closer. (laughs) Let me share this with you. My passion for speaking, writing, performing essentially honestly grew from a space of wanting to be more, wanting to escape, yearning to be outside of myself, if that makes sense, outside of my mind. This sounds a little melodramatic, I know, but I was very painfully shy as a child and acting, dancing, writing was something I loved to do because I was using my creative energy while not being myself entirely. I could like hide behind the act of performing and creating. I just recently finished reading this book called Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert, writer of Eat, Pray, Love. You guys should check it out. And really resonated so strongly with this line. If I'm not actively creating something, then I'm probably actively destroying something. And that something that most of us end up destroying almost quite literally is ourselves our sense of self, our passion, our purpose. When at any point in our lives, creativity stops or takes a backseat, passion is somewhat lost or fading because of, well, life. Then we feel lost. We feel like we're floating. We're not thriving. Just breathing, day to day, drifting. I'd been feeling this way the past few months and had blamed myself for it. My move to the province probably triggered this drift because I had just gone along with it and allowed my sense of self to take a back seat while life circumstances took the wheel. It's okay. You know, it happens. And I've learned to forgive myself for this and now realize the whole experience is like a repeat of so many different moments in my life where I had felt like I was merely floating. These were the in-betweens, the faces of change. 
The big difference now is that I realize, and I hadn't before, how grateful I am for these moments because they were signs. They were clues leading me back to old passions, things I used to love doing as a child that brought me so much joy and fulfillment and flow. I'd ignored these signs for so long, trying so hard to be someone I thought I should be so that I will be happy and fulfilled and rich. But money was never the goal. I mean, yeah, great, we need money, of course, but it wasn't the goal. The goal was love and fulfillment. And this move has taught me to sit back, pause and reflect, recognize the real things, the things I loved truly, and the passion and purpose behind it. To take time to rediscover it now at this age and celebrate it. If you're going through something similar, maybe not a move, but a change in career, stepping into a new phase of your life, dealing with something new and unfamiliar, facing unexpected grief and loss, when passion starts to feel like it's barely hanging on, you need to be forgiving of yourself and your circumstances and know that there could be a number of reasons as to why you're here and this is all happening for you. Here are some of the possible reasons why you might be feeling lost or floating. One major thing that I mentioned earlier was probably you've been too busy for passion. I mean, if you're already really passionate about your job, uh, what it is that you do that makes money for you, then that's wonderful. But for so many people, their job is a means to pay the bills, not an outlet for their passions and creativity. But if we're always thinking we're too busy with our jobs and too busy to pursue what we're really passionate about, then feeling lost and floating and feeling incredibly bland is inevitable. You need to make time for your passions. You need to make time for writing, singing, dancing, whatever it is that makes you feel alive, that brings you back to your sense of self and your sense of creativity. Another reason could be somewhat a loss of a sense of purpose, a meaningful reason for being. Passion and purpose are almost always paired together. And it's hard to get motivated about the meaningfulness of, of your position, of what you're doing, when you have only a shallow sense of why what you're doing contributes to the bigger picture. What I find that really reignites your sense of purpose is when you strive to impact others. You marry your passion with your purpose in trying to impact other people's lives for the better, trying to touch other people's lives using your passions and finding meaning in what it is that you love to do. And that's what makes us feel so alive and what makes us feel so human is that when whatever it is that you're doing that you love to do also helps people realize and find meaningfulness and love and passion and purpose in their lives another reason for feeling this way like you're drifting is something that's called cognitive overload it affects all of us daily with increasing intensity. We just have too much on our plates. Um, and that we're also at the same time just learning to manage everything effectively. There's this other term that I also read in the book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert is combinatory play. 
And she says it was actually a term coined by the Albert Einstein. It's when you have been doing one thing for a little too long and you're losing passion and sort of like interest and love for it. And you just kind of step away from it a little bit, not really to distract yourself from it, but more to reignite the flame and the passion for it. Like what he would do was, if I'm not mistaken, like he would step away from whatever it is he was doing in the moment and play the violin or the piano or something, like play an instrument, something he was also quite good at, uh, something he was also passionate about. And he would just keep doing it until he regains the energy and the love and the passion for whatever he was doing originally. And I love that. I love that there is such a thing as that and there's an actual term for that because I find myself doing that a lot as well. And I would think it was procrastination or uh, label it as a distraction that's taking me away from what I'm really supposed to be doing. But that's just the way it is. And that's just how our brains and our minds, uh, is that the same thing? That's just how we work, I guess, effectively. When you are super saturated and when you're, for example, if you're a writer and you're having a writer's block and if you just sit there and wait for it to come, it's not going to come. You have to step out of it, take a walk, take a breather, jog. Uh, play an instrument if that's your thing, dance or do something you also love to do that makes you feel good, that makes you feel another kind of passion. And then somewhere along the way, it'll reignite the flame so that you can go back to what you were originally doing, like what Albert Einstein did. Now, how do people find or reignite their passion? They just go out there and try a lot of things until they find something that works. You know what? If you find yourself doing this combinatory play and you realize that this other passion that was supposedly a distraction is something you love even more, then go ahead and pursue that relentlessly. The people who truly find their passion, all successful people based on results, love what they do. Now, the reality is that you won't always be doing what it is that you love. You know, we have to pay the bills. That's also a reality of life. But the key to that, which I'm also still learning, is to make sure that the things you don't love just takes about 20% of your time. And then make time for the things that you do love. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Follow your passion on the side. Like, let's use Albert Einstein again. <laughs> uh, he was, what was he? He was some sort of clerk. He was a patent clerk. 
You know, he wasn't really a physicist or a scientist originally. And being a patent clerk was something that paid for the bills. But on the side, whenever he had spare time, he would work on physics and he would pursue science. I know this is just, it's so easy to say <laughs> because we do have to work. A lot of us, most of us do have to work to put food on the table, to pay for the bills and all that. And most times we will be doing what we don't like or what we don't love to do because we have to do it to survive. But that's mostly the reason why we find ourselves at this point of drifting and losing our passion and losing interest and feeling like we're just floating. I have this episode with Coach Laika. She also has a podcast, of course, called Trying Hard. Uh, this episode is on this podcast uh, on the first season where, you know, she said most especially for freelancers, she said, yes, sure, it's very, very real that most of the time we have to do things we don't love so that we can put food on the table and we earn money and we need that to pay the bills and such. But you can also make time for what it is that you love. You can do it on the side. You can make it happen. Fall in love with that. Do you remember how crazy and stupid <laughs> and relentless you were when you fell in love with someone, whether you're in a relationship now or not? I mean, remember the time when you were so deeply, crazy, stupidly in love with someone and you just did anything and everything to pursue this person, to be with this person. Nothing stopped you from being with this person. Treat your passion like someone you love, someone you've fallen in love so deeply for, with. <laughs> and that's also essentially what passion is, right? Nothing can stop you. You are passionate about it. You will do anything and everything. You will make time, even if you have no sleep, even if you're dead tired, you will make it happen. You will pursue it relentlessly. Now, how do you thrive? How do you revive this passion and thrive? Ask yourself, what is it that you truly, truly love to do, regardless of how much money you make doing it? What is it that you absolutely love that you know you're good at or that you know you could be great at and it doesn't matter to you how much money you make by doing it? What do you love about that? What do you love about what you do? And pursue it relentlessly. But also be forgiving with yourself if it doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out, then so be it. Move on to pursuing the next one. Again, it sounds so easy. Easier said than done, right? But it can be done, and it has been done by many, by many successful people. You don't have to suffer greatly for it. If you're suffering more than you're loving it, then you're not on the right track. You know, I heard this quote somewhere, stress isn't working 15 hours at a job that you like. It's working 15 minutes at a job you don't like. Isn't it great, the thought of finding your flow, working 15 hours straight and loving it, loving every moment of it, not feeling tired or stressed or angry. You wake up excited every single day to do it again, all over again, because you're so passionate about it. 
If you've lost that feeling somehow and you've been drifting for a while, I am with you. And from my own experience, a big change in my life, no matter how beautiful and great that change was, I mean, being married, moving to the province to be with my husband, those are wonderful changes. And yet it brought me to a place of, well, drifting and sort of losing my sense of self. And that's okay. I've forgiven myself for it. And it's normal. And it happens. And that's just life. And that's okay. You know, if anything, this move reignited a lot of my old passions that I had forgotten about. Because thankfully, luckily, I was blessed with time to be able to sit with myself and and figure out what it is that I truly, truly loved and what it is that I felt real passion and fulfillment for. I mean, it's still all the same things that I used to love to do. It's just that I look at them quite differently now. And like I said, treat it like, <laughs> you know, the love of your life. It's it's really much like finding your true love. You'll have to go on a number of bad dates before you finally meet the one. And the one just feels so right. It's almost effortless. Not to say that there won't be difficulties, of course, because that's just how it is. But difficulties that you are happy and grateful to be working with. And the truth is, you'll find yourself finding fulfillment creatively and passionately when you just keep trying. Motion will spark this movement. And like I mentioned earlier, combinatory play, a term coined by the Albert Einstein. And in case you lose track uh, of this because of life's busyness and life's expectations of you and all the things that you need to do, just pause. Take a breather, slow down, and celebrate your wins. It's really amazing what you can do when you love what you do. Just keep striving and doing and trying to find and keep pursuing what you truly love to do while being kind and compassionate with yourself and your passion. And when you do try something new, please expect to not be perfect. But spend time reflecting on what you did well and what you can improve on. When you were younger, when you spent time learning to do something that you do now so effortlessly without even thinking, remember that? (laughs) Why should another skill be different just because you're older now? And before you know it, you'll be great at it anyway. My passion for creating, speaking, performing, rooted from wanting to escape and pour my creative energy somewhere. And that's why when detached from it, I felt lost. You don't create to escape. You don't feel passion for something because you're afraid or you're running away from yourself. You pursue it out of love and because of yourself. When you want it to be outside of you, you tend to want and expect it to be perfect. But nothing is perfect. Love isn't perfect. You aren't. We all need to push past our fear of failure, of not being the expert, and most of all, our fear of not looking perfect at every moment. I hope you take the time to rediscover your passion and help it flourish. Enjoy it. And most of all, do it out of love. This is how you revive and thrive.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.